Hello, badass lightworker. You are listening to Stepping into the Light with Julia Treat. That's me, your host, from juliatreat.com. Welcome if you are new to my podcast, and thank you to all of you that have been listening for a while. I am grateful for you sharing your energy with me, for spending time with me. I recently have been getting so many messages that all have to do with someone's belief system that I thought, all right, I've got to do a podcast about this so that I can set some things straight and make sure that you're aware of really what is guiding the show, guiding your life. You know, the title of this is, is Did You Know Your Beliefs Were Doing This? So I am going to talk about a few things here. Um, and sometimes, you know, when something hits home or... <clears throat> you know, hits home into something we've been burying deep, it, it might sting a little, or we might get a little pissed off. Or you, you might even say, how dare she, and who does she think she is? I, it's okay. It's okay. It's not the first time I've shocked someone into reality. So, I... There's several things that I want to bring up. Number one, I want to make sure it's loud and clear. If you do not know this by now, Your beliefs, a.k.a. limiting beliefs most of the time, (laughs) your beliefs, your conditioning, your programming, all of that is running the show. That's what's happening. Your beliefs are running everything. Because your beliefs turn into your vibration, your vibration goes out to the universe, the universe hears and feels and senses your vibration and sends you that back to you. So let me give you some examples. because people ask me all the time, this happened to me, or this happened to my friend, and do you believe that? Or this happened to me, and so that's bad. And I'm like, okay, I think there's a bigger picture here, so let's talk about this. There are several people who have approached me, who have taken courses with me, and when when I get into crystals, you know, the use of crystals in the course, I do get a few, a handful of people that have concerns about that. And it's not anything that they've been taught. It's actually things that they they feel that they have experienced. So um, recently I had someone, um, I'm teaching my Healing with the Angels and Masters course, and I did talk about the crystal Moldavite. Moldavite is a powerful crystal, and it does help us connect with the realms above. It helps us open up. It helps us even open up to everything that we need to cleanse. And it's such a powerful crystal that sometimes that can be, you know, sometimes people get overwhelmed or they start, because they start feeling different, they don't like it. And I'm here to tell you, when you're stepping into spiritual work and when you're spiritually up-leveling, it's going to feel uncomfortable a whole hell of a lot. That's That's the point of all of it. Getting out of your comfort zone, you're... Victimhood, I'm not saying we're all victimhood in in comfort zone. I didn't mean it that way. It's just getting out of your comfort zone and what you feel, you know, safe with. Yet, I'm really not that happy, but I feel safe. So, I was talking about the Moldavite, and I even had one on. I was pointing it out that I had bought this Moldavite stone in Sedona. You can buy them online. You don't have to buy them in Sedona. You don't have to buy them in a special place. But I found one that I liked that has, like, angel wings that come up the sides of it. I wear this crystal 
a lot. I wear it during readings. <coughs> Excuse me. I, I actually, I choked on some water right before I got on here, and I'm still trying to recover from that. Just went down the wrong pipe a little bit. So I wear my Moldavite for readings, for healing sessions, when I teach classes, when I do these podcasts, you name it. I don't have to wear it. I've done readings without it, and they're still stellar. But I just like it. Now, when I got my Moldavite in Sedona many years ago, I'm thinking, I, I honestly am going to guess, like 2007, just throwing a date out. That's a year, somewhere around there. I put it on, and I did not experience any, what someone might consider negative, you know, um, aspects or negative, what, symptoms. I don't even know what the word is. I'm totally lost with the word. So I didn't, I didn't experience any negative things from it. Now, I have other friends that bought Moldavite after I, you know, taught the course and told them how powerful Moldavite was and went out and bought it. And then they had all kinds of craziness happen, whether it's feeling emotional or dizzy or going out in sweats and, or having flashbacks of past experiences. Like, things started happening. They didn't like it. And I recently had one of my students, you know, say that she was given a Moldavite by somebody. And I'm not going to go into all the details of it, but she felt that the Moldavite was bad. Like, like this crystal was actually bad for her. And I, I don't know that, I honestly don't remember the details, whether she felt like um, she was, I don't know, like if, if this person had cast a spell on the Moldavite or because it was connected with this other person that bad things were happening. And I pointed out that the Moldavite is a very, very, powerful cleansing crystal, cleansing us of the stuff that we've buried deep. But it doesn't mean that this crystal just like wipes it away and we never have to ever look at it. It just goes away and then for some reason, whoo, I'm healed. We're here to learn lessons, folks. We are. And so the Moldavite quite often will help people learn those lessons. I have other people that have the feeling that if other people touch their crystals, that they have somehow put bad energy in them or tainted them in a way or, and I'm giggling. I'm sorry. I am. I'm trying to be respectful, but that makes absolutely no sense to me. But here's the thing. I am going to say this. Your beliefs are what's running the show. So if you believe that someone touching your crystals is going to taint them, take away their power, or put their yucky energy into that crystal, and then if you touch it, you're going to absorb it, then that's what's going to happen. If you believe that that's what's going to happen, that's what's going to happen. I have crystals all over my home. I encourage people to, to grab them. I actually walk up and hand them to people during group readings. If someone's if I just get that they're in pain or something and or anxious, I'll just grab a couple crystals that I feel guided to and go you know, ask, do you mind holding these? I think they're going to help you. And that's it. I might blow on them or something afterwards. That's my, that's just my sign. You know, it's like blow the, the, just blowing them clear. That's it. Just blow the, the air on the crystal and it's clear. It's, I don't, it's not a big deal. I've given crystals that I have had for years that I found in very special locations around the world that have really, what I believe, really, really cool and amazing power. I've given those to people at a moment's notice. 
Either they feel they need it, their child needs it. Here, take this home. Your child's supposed to have this. It's theirs now. I don't get attached to them. So with this young lady, you know, once I talked to her about this whole Moldavite that this person had given it to her and this person was not the nicest person to her and that it, she literally, I think, got physically sick and just, she said, you know, I think bad things just started happening. I um, pointed out that I did not believe it was actually because of the crystal. I believe the crystal was bringing up all of the stuff that she needed to clear herself of, including that person. Another gentleman, I just thought of another story. He came to a group reading that I had. And there were probably about 20 people there in a circle. And he was very nervous. Now, this gentleman carries a uh, rosary around 24-7 in his pocket. He is so scared of, like, the devil, demons, like he's scared of that. And he is, he was raised to believe in all of that. And he was deathly afraid of all of it. So he carries this rosary and, and I, you know, I, I believe he touches the beads in his pocket constantly. Like he's constantly making sure that's there. It's like his um, protection or something. So he came to this group reading and he connected with his brother who had perished and I gave him different circumstances. You know, your brother protected you of this and took care of this. And everything made sense for this gentleman. And he was just elated because he was scared to come to this, you know, to this group reading. Because, you know, so many people are taught that this is bad. You're connecting with bad stuff. And I'm here to tell you, some readers are. <laughs> some are connecting with, I'm not going to say bad, but negative stuff. And so at the end, he was just excited. He felt great. He was so glad he came. Well, it was a couple months later that we were out to eat, Michael and I, and um, a woman came up. I think she hosted that group reading, in, as a matter of fact. And she said, hey, do you remember so-and-so? And she said his name and described him. I said, yeah, I do. And she said, you're not going to believe what happened to him. And I was like, what? She said, well, after that reading... He went home, and it wasn't that night. It was, I don't know how soon after the reading it was. But he went home to his apartment, and he was standing there, and he, was, he said he was confronted by a demon. And it was a demon with red, I think that he, he actually had described as red eyes. Now I'm hearing it secondhand. But it was a demon, and he knew it. And, and he pulled out the rosary, and the demon grabbed the rosary and broke it. And she said, Julia, I've seen the rosary, and it's broken. And she said, do you believe that's possible? Like, do you believe that could have happened? And I didn't even hesitate. And I said, absolutely, because he believes it can happen. He's so fearful. So again, his beliefs are pulling in what he fears the most. I can guarantee you that that shit's not going to happen to me because I don't believe it can happen. They can't touch me. They can't affect me. Yeah, they can change the energy in my home, make it a little funky, but then I know they're here, and then I know what to do, and we clear the house, and we call Jesus, and God's light into the home, and Archangel Michael, and, you know, they get to go home just like the rest of us. If you believe, <coughs> excuse me, that you have a curse on you, someone placed a curse on you, you got bad karma, you got bad juju, you're being punished, that's what's going to happen. It's just going to keep happening. 
But what if, what if the truth was that in a past life, something really bad happened while you were doing something, either teaching, working, just living? Something really bad happened to either you or people that you loved, which is even worse, worse than as, as far as I'm concerned. And you made a vow or promise that you would never, ever do that again. Yet that's your soul calling this time and you're resisting it. So, quote unquote, bad shit keeps happening. Like, I can't tell you how many of us make vows in past lives that we don't realize that's what happened until we go back and see that we made that vow. Whether it's a vow of chastity, a vow of poverty. One of my past lives, wealth equaled imprisonment. So I was imprisoned because of my wealth and died there. What do you think that's going to do this time around? If I would not have gone back and healed that situation. Another example. I can't tell you how many people I have connected with who, um, how do I say this? Get very connected to me. (laughs) I understand that. I get it. And that's the role that I'm, I mean, that's what I've stepped into being and doing. But there's more to it. I promise you. So many people get very connected to me and, um, you know, either want to be super close, best friends, or hang out, or talk all the time, or, or, or if, if I pull away at all, it's just like, how dare you? Like the energy, the feeling is, how dare you leave me? That, that type of stuff. When I've seen the past life of me as a slave who decides to escape and who helps others to escape for several, several years. And those that were too fearful, too scared to leave, blaming me for them staying. I mean, this is getting deep tonight, and I'm telling you some deep, dark stuff that, I mean, not dark, but some deep, um, not even secrets, just stuff about me. But you know me, and I'm an open book. I'm going to talk, I'm always going to tell the truth. I'm always going to tell everything, because all it does is release me even more from the past. Because I can talk freely about this. If I can talk freely about this on a podcast that reaches thousands and thousands and thousands of people and not give a shit, I'm healing. So there's so many things that happen where I want to, you know, I just want to say, sometimes it's so difficult for me to not just say, do the fucking work, you know, do the past life, fucking go check it out. You're going to be shocked. Do it. And no, no, don't want to, or scared to, or no, I'm just going to leave the past in the past and I'm moving forward. Well, that's great if that's working for you. But I know a lot of people it ain't working for. I've said it before, past lives are running the show 99.999% of the time. I'm not changing my mind on that just yet. I'm open to anything that comes up that changes my mind, but right now, that's my feeling about it. I'm learning every day, just like all of you. And I share those, you know, I share my knowledge with you. As things show up for me, I let you know what it is and you could take it or leave it. But please know, these fearful thoughts about anything, that anything, a stone, a person, 
putting a curse on you, a demon showing up in your bedroom. Like this is your, this somehow you have got it in you that this could happen or this is truth. It's the only reason that you believe these things could be happening. I spoke to a woman several years ago in my, when I had a physical space that people came to. And she came for a reading and wanted to know about her home. And she'd had a lot of like what she thought was bad luck. And I don't remember all the details. <laughs> I don't remember all the details of her home. And I, I, to be honest, I don't remember if we cleared it or what we did, but I know it helped her immensely. All I know is she came back again and said that everything was so much better. But before she came to me, she used to go to this other woman that was a, um, I think she called herself a psychic. She is in a nearby town. I actually see her sign in her window. I don't know who she is, never met her, would never go to her. That's just not my thing. I'm not bashing it. It's just not my thing. But this woman told this client of mine that she had a curse on her and that she could lift it for her, but it would cost $10,000. That woman paid her $10,000. And nothing in her life changed until she came to me. And we got to the bottom of what was really going on. Now, I do recall there were a lot of self-worth issues going on because of her upbringing. So when you hate yourself or you, you self-loathe yourself or you didn't get the love you needed and you're still waiting for that and your parents are dead and you're still waiting, you're still waiting for that va validation that I'm loved, it is only going to cause, it's only going to wreak havoc in your life. I've said it before, we are, we're trying to please people who have their own fucking stories that they haven't healed, their own wounds. So stop. Stop today. Stop seeking love from the people that don't even love themselves fully. And if you're withholding love from others, start doing the work. Start healing your own shit so that you don't pass it on and you don't like create another pattern for the next person. We are responsible for healing our shit. We have to step up. We have to do it. We have to stop blaming. We have to start living. Take a look at your beliefs. Which ones are running what in your life? And I, if you heard the podcast I recorded not too long ago, it's like write down your belief and just look at it and go, well, that is a fucking lie. Why am I fucking lying to myself like that? You don't know that to be truth. None of us to know exact truth. We don't. We know what we've been taught. We know what we've been heard. We know what we see every day on TV. It's time to tune in. Tap into God's love and light. Ask God to show you through his eyes or her eyes, however you connect with that being. Ask God to show you. Show me through your eyes what this is. Help me let go of this. Help me forgive. Help me love myself. Help me stop trying to be a people pleaser. Help me to release my parents that who couldn't give me what I needed. 
Help me stop needing a reason. I have to know why everything happened. Help me let go of that. I'm just ready to start living and having fun. Help me find my new soul family, my new friends, my soulmate, my children. Help me find more fun. Help me have more opportunities, experiences, new things, being creative. All right. I hope this wasn't too deep for you. You know, it's my job. As I wake myself the fuck up, I am trying to help you do the same. I am only sharing what I go through myself, believe me. <laughs> so we're in this together. Let's heal our shit. The world needs us to. Sending love to you, my friend. God bless.